Enemy Lines. This is episode 29, one away from 30. I'm joined as always by our friend, your friend, my friend, dog owner, Danny. Hi guys, glad to be back. Uh, joining us this week, we have Andy. What's up, man? Hey, how you guys doing? Glad to be here. Thank you for having me on the show, everyone. Taking the train from the East Bank was Neil. How you doing, man? Doing well. Glad to be here. And Having a good time. We have the first team. first time on the show, actually. First cat, first cat, just first like cat. Ben Sweat. Heck yeah! So why don't you introduce yourself, Salam? Yeah, my name's Salam. I went to uh, NYCFC game this season, and I loved it. I became a huge fan, and can't wait to go back. You guys rock! And now you're on a podcast. Now I'm on a podcast. How'd that happen? Magic. The way we like to call it in TRNJ, we like to call it magic. So uh, we um, didn't have a week of action, and we're not seeing a week of action, so be perfectly honest with you, we had a hard time coming up with what to talk about this week, and then we were saved, as always, by MLS.com. We have breaking news, Neil, what's going on in Columbus? Okay, so big news today, the crew have actually been saved, it looks like, and um, uh, MLS issued a statement from the Columbus regarding the Columbus crew, regarding a team in Austin, and basically what they talked about is um, it's sort of slated for the owner of the Cleveland Browns um, to, uh, you know, start, become, uh, along with the Columbus uh, like Alliance, uh, to be the ownership group uh, for the Columbus crew um, instead of Anthony Precourt, uh, you know, Ooh. just moving the franchise there. Uh, and then they basically talked about... Um, Still want to have a team in Austin, but it seems like it might come in the form of an expansion team, either 25, 26, 27, whatever exactly um, the timeline ends up being. But yeah, it looks like they are not, the move is not going to happen next year, uh, like initially planned, which first from, uh, like, just as a supporter, uh, I'm a big fan of, and I'm really glad that all the work that all they did paid off. I got to tell you, it's... uh, it's it's pretty shocking. If, if you told me two years ago that the Cleveland Browns were going to save football, I wouldn't would have laughed at you. Yeah, and it's also kind of interesting because the Ohio State law that um, they were trying to use to prevent uh, pre-court from moving them to Austin came into in a, came into effect after the Cleveland Browns left town and to move to Baltimore and become the Ravens, and there was like a four or five year peer in the uh, period in the late 90s um, in between when um, they left to go to Baltimore and they restarted a new franchise in Cleveland well wow I mean listen I think that's awesome I'm sure like the thousands and thousands of fans out there in Columbus are must be thrilled as hell to have their team stay because I couldn't imagine to have been in their shoes and actually like had to rationalize and even like consider the fact that my team is leaving. Yeah, it's just like a like, and just think it's like, wow, I know all these people, like you know, all of us right here, um, through this team, 
and this thing that we do together and we just can't do it anymore, it would be, it would be really disheartening. But yeah, I was in the weeds, like in terms of like really following the situation, uh, with, uh, um, just the updates on the Save the Crew movement and just updates. Um, this pre-court guy's a scumbag. And it, it was like he basically bought the team and put a specific clause in the contract to uh, basically say there, he couldn't uh, move the team for like 10 years upon purchasing it in 13, I believe, unless it was to Austin, Texas. So basically like it's it, it was a long con. Oddly arbitrary like. clause. Yeah. It's um, yeah interesting. I thought um, most contracts were like stipulated that way. It's like so, I thought if I quit my job, I had to move to Austin, Texas. I thought so, that's how that thing works. So the sale happened because MLS came up with a rule. There used to be a couple guys like the Kraft, um, a couple big ownership guys um, that owned multiple teams when the league was you know not in the good place that it's in today. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so. The you know like the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. Well, um, Dan Hunt, you know um, uh, his son uh, uh, owned both FC Dallas, which he still does, um, or the Hunt family does, and Columbus. So he had to sell the t- uh, the team at that point to pre-court. I mean that makes sense. Yeah. It sounds like it would be a conflict of interest owning two teams in the same league. You could literally rig a season. Yeah, rig a season. Yeah, and like it came back then. It was just a. It was like kind of floating the league when it was really operating in the red in a lot of places. So, yeah, um, congrats to Columbus. And uh, yeah. they that is going to be one heck of a party tonight. Hell like, yeah. Can you imagine? Like, Hell yeah. Like, would they just like, like in yeah. the stadium? Because like, they're going <laughs> to get a new one probably. So would they just go outside the stadium and just like... You know, Project oh, X style or something. I would absolutely, no, I would absolutely petition them to like as, as they send off the old stadium to like just throw a banger of a party. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Tell you what, I don't envy uh, the next team that has to play at that stadium. Yeah, no, that's gonna suck. Yeah. Um. Oh, and that's another thing. Um. So talking about potential playoff matchups for us, uh, we no. might play them. There is a chance. Would I don't think we. I don't, there? I don't think there's a, that good of a chance. Jump the gun. What? How's help? I don't know. All right. Off the record, did you, I heard you say please no. Is it because that's like a different topic? Because I, I just, just, I just don't, into? I just don't. He want just to doesn't go to want to. Oh shit! That. I'm sorry. So never. My bad. I totally misconcepted <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. So or, or edit that shit later. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I I can definitively say that we probably won't edit this, but yeah, I don't edit shit. Yeah. No, this is um, this is one take wonders. Come on. Is yeah. This is raw. So this who is would, raw, baby. So Danny, right. who would sponsor us? Danny, who would you rather play in the playoffs? Honestly, so we got Montreal, DC, and then you know Columbus and Philly. Depending on the last two games. You know, there's going to be some movement. If we sort of hold serve, we will play either Montreal or DC. Would we travel to Montreal? If we had no, to it's, nah, we'd be so the three seed. It would be a yeah. knockout round game at home if we were oh, to hold. I would still play Montreal. I would take Montreal. Yeah. I would still take Montreal. One hundred percent take Montreal. Because most like after going and seeing how like really lackluster their chemistry was, and they didn't really have anything in form of like attacking power per se. I mean, neither did we that game, but. Uh, I think we could easily take them if we were actually in form. Which, yeah, I if mean, we start playing in form after like this past what two years of absence and like games that we had, mm-hmm. I think hopefully this rest will 
put us back to where we need to be. Yeah. I mean, between us, how many away games have we all seen this year? And they don't look good on the road. I will always take the knockout game at home. We still oh, have yeah, to absolutely. play DC on the road. Yeah, but yeah. at least let's. Oof. Yeah, but we still have to get there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We still have to get there. It's their next game, isn't it? No, I'm talking about the playoffs. It is. Oh, sorry. It is yeah, the next game. Right. Playoffs. No, no, no. DC is our next game. Yep. And if we slack against DC, they could take that playoff spot from us. Oh uh, no, 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 we clinched. No, I'm sorry for Montreal is what I meant to it's, say. Yep, almost. We've, we've been drinking for a while. Everyone listening, it's pretty much mathematically impossible for them to uh, go all the way up to third. But um, so talking it about actually the upcoming is mathematically opponent, impossible. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. But Matt. if we earn one more point, it's not anymore. Sweet. Yeah. No, it's still mathematically impossible then. If we earn one more point, it definitely makes it hard for them. Hashtag yeah, math. No, it's, not a, it's not a feasible Hashtag thing. do your homework, kids. Yeah, all right. So, speaking of DC United, they are our upcoming opponent. Um, as Andy and Sandy said. What's up, Sandy? How you doing, buddy? Did we introduced the dog on the podcast. Sandy no. is Danny's dog, everybody. He's if there was a Ballon d'Or for dogs, I think Sandy would win it. by me, apparently. No. What kind of dog? Ballon He's dog. A He's a Sheltie. Dog? Otherwise known as a Sheltie. Yeah. So, DC United. Yeah. Yes. Um. So... Continuing their playoff push, um, I watched a bit of this game It was uh, this past weekend. I did too uh, in a hotel room. It, yeah, it was a pretty lackluster. Like, DC has had a lot better performances as of late against a, a pretty bad team in Chicago. Yeah, the, only, the only exciting part was Wayne Rooney's, like, volley goal. That was it. The volley goal? It wasn't really a volley. It was a misdirection, but, you know. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then he scored the penalty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it, it's a fucking and, penalty. Yeah, that, did you see that? He, like, basically, like... Like just like barreled over um, the DC attacker in the box, uh, Johan Kapel uh, and it was just wow. Like it was, and he just buried it, and they get the three points. But uh, so yeah, so he scored nine goals this year, um, and so in terms of that They're last right on the spot, cusp. in terms of le- their last spot, because they have two games at hand over Montreal, um, uh, it's. They, they control their own destiny. It's really tight. 43 to 41 on points. I mean, it's yeah. anybody's race there. And I, yeah. I think D.C. United's the stronger side. I oh, I agree. Montreal does not. They have a strict system, and it's uh, they're not going to play pretty soccer, but they are uh, uh, They're going to let you have the ball, and they're going to look to hit you on the counter and have Piotti do magical things that he's able to do. Is it presumptuous to call D.C. United uh, my dark horse for the MLS playoffs? Uh, n- uh, no, or I don't think they're a dark horse to really make any real noise. They're getting hot at the right time. No, but their defense figuring it in out. a playoff environment. Okay, Frederick Briant started that game last weekend, right? He starts most games for DC. United. Yeah, I can't, and we know a thing or two about him. Um, and like he was looked like an absolute fool on the Raheem Edwards goal in that game. Uh, yes. Like, just like. I do not Ugh. miss Priant as much as I, I It reminded me of some, you know, really uh, not-so-great moments watching NYCFC matches where he was playing. Heck yeah. But their attack has got it figured out. I mean, they just got everything going on right now. They're just turning it on. Yeah. So, then on the other side of the table, it uh, looks like a two-horse race between uh, Atlanta and Red Bull. Yeah, Um. come on, Atlanta. Don't let them get any... I don't want the Red Bulls to win anything. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying I'm rooting for Atlanta. I mean, no, the, se- I can, I mean, the no, season, no, I'm rooting for Atlanta. Atlanta. The yeah. season they've had, they deserve the shield. <laughs> yeah. The way they've played this year, they deserve to get the supporter shield. They yeah. don't deserve the cup. That's fucking ours. But you yeah. can take the shield. Yep. Yeah. And also, like, their, suppo- uh, 
their supporter section is four thousand people. Yeah, like it's, that's it's a insane. lot of supporters. To like, there's a lot of noise and a lot of passion. How many supporters do we have though? I th- what, what was our biggest? Twenty four thousand this year. At at most, I think twelve. It's like oh, I think just over a grand. In the SF. No, you're talking. You're talking about like like registered members. Oh no no, I'm saying in the supporter section. Yeah, I mean oh, the, the bleachers, oh, okay. the capacity. No, I mean yeah, I'm the the the, the capacity of the bleachers. Hey, yeah, how many on average do we get? You know, probably it's... like anywhere between like five to eight hundred, depending on the game. I think we range between that. Like let's say a thousand. We're just gonna average it. We're gonna average around really? a thousand a game. We've no, had a lot not. of Wednesday games this recently. They definitely have not gotten that. Yeah, no. th- thanks baseball. Also, oh, yeah. thank also, you. Also, thank you, Red yeah, Sox. Sorry, I was a Yankees fan growing up, but like I don't really care about baseball anymore. So here, here, and here. like I, I don't want to have to Who move does? for a last game of the season or. Uh, potential knockout round game. I mean, in, our, in all fairness, the only way we'd get knocked out of the stadium is if it went to World uh, Game Seven of the World Series. Yeah, but, but if we, they, they still would have. It's a massive. Err, they still would have erred on the side of caution. Yeah, could, because the turnover in terms of uh, three days. Um, no, no, not even the turnover, but in terms of like uh, just the operations that uh, that have to go in place um, if you were to move venues. Um, it. Uh, like they need a lot of time to like you know do all the refunds for season tickets, sell the tickets, promote yeah. it, figure out stuff with City Field it's if they were to move there. there. Yeah, and so if you can't like, if you're really just gonna you know cross your fingers and hope that uh, they don't make it to the World Series, then uh, you're really putting yourself in a dangerous situation mm-hmm. in the event that they mm-hmm. do. Um, just from a, a business operations standpoint. Yep, you're yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I think at this this point, we've all fallen in love more with NYCFC because, I mean, how much more fun do you have at soccer games and Yankee games in general? So thank God the Yankees lost. Yeah, and like, so you've seen these like videos from like, uh, from like, you know, the bleachers at the playoffs. And it's like, oh, wow. Um, where is this kind of like, you know, enthusiasm and investment in like the like eighty one home games that you have throughout the entire year. Well, it's very it's, it's 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 very simple. They've priced the true fan out of the game, whereas MLS is still cheap. Oh heck yeah! And like actually, you know what? On that note, Salam, while you're here, so mind if I ask you a couple questions about your first time at like an NYCFC game? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, so. Um, and so, then, oh, and then we can compare it to uh, when I went to a Yankee game in Atlanta, and you can see why it's better to go to an NYCSE game. Okay, cool. That's actually an excellent opportunity. Um, so, describe the environment that you felt when you first walked into the stadium. Uh, I mean, the energy was, was great. It was, uh, uh, you know, you could hear the drums from like, from like, Pretty, pretty well, like good distance. What game was this? Um, who did we, we won? Uh, I think it was two zero. It was. It, I was it at night. It was. It was no, a no, it was Saturday. A it was a Saturday day game, and I can't remember. What Over was the it. summer. Yeah. yeah it Saturday day game. June or July? It was July actually. I think. Yep. So wait. Uh, then yeah. it was Columbus. Second week. Okay. Yeah, I think it yeah. was. Yeah, Columbus. we Yeah, the team was wearing yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Columbus. Well. Yeah. Word. Uh, we actually, just talked about that for like five how, minutes. That's <laughs> the smartest thing we've done on this podcast. Oh, look, at, look at that. Well, yeah. so, Shout out my memory. <laughs> thank you, Neil, for the uh, for the help there. But yeah, so... Yeah, that was my 100th NYCFC game, actually. Jesus, nice. that was a very... That's a big the milestone Chicago game for a lot of people. Game, the last home game was my 75th. 
Oh. Look at that, yo. Get Guys, out there, man. Good we shit. are in the presence of some badass <laughs> hardcore supporters. So shout out to these two for actually having the balls to literally go everywhere following this team. So right. he's literally been everywhere. Shout out yeah. to you. I'm you know getting on my way. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> Andy, like the props to you because you literally go everywhere. Bro, we I know everyone could do it if they had, you know, the opportunity and uh I just try to represent us all and, you know, make us proud. But, yeah, man, believe me, I I, I try to represent everyone. <laughs> yeah, and we appreciate you for it. So uh, back to you, Salam. Um, Salam, what can you say was a big difference uh, than, like, your experience ever going to a baseball game? Like, actually, first of all, have you ever been to a baseball game? Oh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm actually a, a huge Yankee fan. Yeah. Oh, thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Um, but I I love NYCFC, and you know I'm gonna keep on going to their games forever and, and bringing people. I've, I'm gonna tell all my friends, my Excellent. girlfriends coming. You know. Excellent. Um, the energy is great. It's real energy. We're converting people one by one. You know, it's it's one true fans. You know, like he was one of us. One of us. One of us. One of you. I'm so happy yeah. to hear that, Salam. So right. happy to hear that. You know, Connor was right. You know, you guys have true fans. Yeah. And you go to Yankee games, unfortunately, and a lot of people aren't watching the game, and a lot of people don't care. It's more like a businessy thing because they just hand out yeah. a bunch of businesses, just yeah. hand out tickets. You know, I love the Yankees. Uh, you know, same. but you gotta. It's it's about the fans. You know, same. I went to. I saw a hockey game. You go see hockey. Different kind of fans. You go to. Football game, different kind of fans, but right now hockey me, fans are right up there. I think with the, the soccer. Yeah, to me, the real yeah, honest, damn the, right. the most honest fans are really uh, soccer and hockey fans. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. fair. You guys are, are true, and you guys people get really rowdy. Yeah, they, 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 they probably they get, have they get the, into the game. Well, I think yeah. I think it's the same thing as soccer. They're still close to the fan base. Yeah, it's yeah. like low market baseball teams. They're tight with the fan base. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what makes the like the experience of being a soccer fan and being a hockey fan like just so different from just these big market like everybody else is watching games because you know what like we actually have that access to the team we're that close we have these experiences that they offer with us and but we ultimately just feel like we're actually part of the team going to Yankee games yeah. is fucking claustrophobic <laughs> yeah, yeah that is true sometimes and especially I, I went, now that they're offering the like the pinstripe pass I went to one of the games when like Atlanta was hot in this into like July and yeah. it I'd rather be walking through fucking LaGuardia. Yeah. When I see like a in it like a half like a inning end in baseball. Oh, there it is. Oh. Yeah, I had to get in I'm glad I sort of talked over it. Um, yeah, I know. What about the pegging thing? Gosh. The pegging thing yeah. did happen. Um so wow. It's like a pagan ritual or something. <laughs> Continuing. All right. So, yeah, a couple of news points did happen um, in terms of NYCFC stuff um, amidst this international window we are currently in. Also, I would like to point out that I'm wearing a Japan jersey. Boo! Um, Boo! Neil! Boo! Early, early, Boo, early Neil. this morning. Um, why do we hate in Japan? East Asia. Huh? Why do we hate uh, Japan? Defeated Panama 3 to 0. Oh, that's why we hate yeah. Japan. <laughs> Boo! Um, Neil! I had Boo, no idea this happened Neil. Uh, until I met up with Danny. Uh, before coming over here, and boo, um, Neil, I also boo. don't Nobody understand Neil, why he cares so much you. about a friendly on the other boo, side of the world. Because it's 
Same reason we'd be. Same reason why some people are upset Pearl about Harvard, fucking, uh, you know, USA losing to Colombia. Yeah. Um. So, but I we're in a different place. It's, when I'm watching, I'm looking for like. Uh, yeah. When I watch the U.S. national team now, I'm looking for like promise. Figure out who's really gonna be like part of this thing. In the long haul, uh, going forward, is it um, what? That game was. I mean, there were some entertaining moments. Uh, uh, Kel Nacosta's goal was pretty nice. Uh, James scored a really cheeky curler to the far post. Oh, that thing was sex. Yeah, it just impossible to save. It couldn't uh, get any then, tighter in the corner without bouncing off. Yeah, and I, I forget who did this uh, uh, at the end, but uh, the bicycle kick was. Uh, Pretty good. Stefan did a shitty job saving the crew, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, well, two, no, that well, was, the uh, crew have been saved, but he just couldn't well, save didn't, much last night. That, but he didn't yeah. know that. Like, maybe, we only found well, that out maybe honestly, good chance he did. So he's like, oh, the crew's been saved. Um, I'm not going to make as many saves now. <laughs> maybe, or maybe he yeah. knows he's going to Europe. He spends so much time saving the crew yeah. that he's all saved out. Yeah, a couple he, need, th- he needs to save his career and go to Europe. Most hey. of those players on, yeah. on USA do. Like, Kellen Acosta, he scored, which was great, but he also needs to go to Europe because, honestly, what are you doing moving from FC Dallas to Colorado? That's, oh, uh, he wasn't getting playing time at Dallas, and they just, yeah. Still good to Europe. He needed a change. I, yeah, um, I yeah. think a lot of these young guys need... Go to Europe. Yeah, yeah that's where all the competition is. They win the World Cup. You know, European teams It's just year. a higher... Even in, even in the lower leagues, it's just a higher level of playing. It's, it's such a good learning experience for these young guys to go out there. Yeah, yeah. and there definitely is in becoming an increasing also, problem. Also, why in, wouldn't you? You get to go fucking... See, you get to go to fucking Europe <laughs> on, some, on some other company's dime. You get to see fucking Europe? Yeah. Fuck Yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of fucks. Yeah, um, a couple things. <laughs> a couple things that came up in NYCFC news um, that you know I was going to say a couple of minutes ago, but here we are. Um, so John Patrickoff announced this week that he will oh, be yeah, stepping down thing. upon uh, the expiry of his contract at the end of the year. Um, oh, yeah. Um, what does that mean? Um, it means that it means I, I'm applying. Well, no. <laughs> all right, yeah, everybody all right. vote for not Connor, guys. Yeah. Hashtag um, not Connor. Yeah. yeah. Sandy. Where's Sandy? We're not voting for the dog. Well, I, listen, I'd vote for him over yeah, here. No. What it really means is that we're not getting a stadium for another few years. Uh, I'm not sure about when that. When do you really think we're getting a stadium then? Never. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, it's not like I ever thought we were I mean, it's, yeah, seriously. in these kind of roles, it's pretty common for someone to, like, you know, stay a couple years um, and then, you know, move on. move on. I mean, he's going to be on the board of directors. So but yeah, he's still part of the family. One, the thing I'm going to miss the most is how accessible he was and, he's you know, nice open guy. to yeah, talking, nice. friendliness. And just like... Doesn't he know your name? Yeah, no. Like, he made... He it was very impressive in terms of how much he made a point to other people. Um, or made, made an effort, rather. Uh, to just, like, you know, remember your name, say hi, how you're doing... And just any sort of questions or comments, concerns you have, um, just be there and available to talk about. Um, so, yeah. And then also, um, uh, uh, we've got a better sense of what our nucleus is going to be going forward um, in the contract extensions that went out to Alex Ring, Sean Johnson, and Alexander Kayans. Hell and so, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sean John, Iron Man, Ring the Destroyer. And Callens. 
No, uh, he's Iron Man. Uh, he's just Callens. No, he's Iron Man. He's just Callens. All right, Callens. <laughs> but like you said, uh, that's that's huge. Um, to especially lock down, I think out of the three, and then the biggest one is to lock down his ring. Oh, 100 percent. And the, we saw the how Sean he retired John. from international duty last yeah. week. Yeah, you know, now we sort of get a better sense of his reasoning behind that. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, I, I I do think it's really close between Sean John and Ring. I think Sean Johnson is ultimately the the one that's more like key for. I think Ring plays a more vital role because uh, Sean Johnson doesn't do anything for the attack. Ring still does things for the attack. Yeah, um, they all three know. of them make up the spine of the defense. Um, I would say, like, I mean, like, but I would argue, and sort of, if you guys are going to say which is like you know the most important in terms of things, um, what Alex Ring does in terms of you know uh, if there's uh, if our opponents sort of break down and you know get some space, he's the one that's going to be closing down space and make that key tackle um, to potentially save a goal. He also True. brings organization when he's on defense. He brings a lot of organization to the defense, not only defense, but that transition from defense to attack that we've been lacking for a while. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but when he scored uh, the goal in the last home game against Chicago... Um, and you know, right at the beginning of the second half, um, and he just looks at us and he points to the ground, just like this is our house. I started doing that in the section as I was celebrating because I was like, yes, this is the kind of energy and just like swagger I want to see from the leaders of my team. So yeah, true. Those are all very, very, very good points. But I think you're not giving the, the goalie of our team credit because he's saved us like. A lot. Oh, yeah. In a no, lot of situations. I, yeah, I, just, where, I think they're all let, important. Let me get my point across, guys, I mean, you've you jump down my throat. I've been talking like six times already. But yeah, 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 yeah. But you just, you just presented your points about Rick. Yeah. Let me talk about Sean John real quick. My man here has the ability to play out of the back and does provide a opportunity for us to play out of the back in the same way that Ring does. But beyond that as well, he has literally been... Uh, position filler where like Saunders before him literally was a liability at all times not having to worry about that position as a whole Mm -hmm. literally creates that sort of like comfort blanket that you can actually play out of the back and actually create that dynamic that Rain now has access to because he doesn't have to worry about giving it up Mm -hmm. so this guy does deserve a lot of that same credit that Ring is getting yeah Um, because although yeah he's part of more direct into giving it to the attacking guys Mm-hmm. He's still not scoring himself. Yeah. Um, they're all, like, really important people to have around, and I'm yeah. glad they're all here. And I think it's safe to say the jersey, the new jersey that comes up next year, I will probably get um, one of Kyan's a ring because uh, um, we can't get that. I'm going to get the keep a kit, though. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, tell me how, tell me, report back to me in terms of how that goes. You're talking to the guy who has two of the replicas with my own logo on it. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, so, yeah, that's a lot of... Uh, that's pretty much it for in terms of what we have with uh, um, news. So we came up with a little interesting thing, um, and called a crisis simulation. Oh yeah. And yes. this is not real at all. It's just a hypothetical. In oh, the event, I hope it's of a hypothetical. Something. It takes place in 2030. These yeah, are, these it are, is. These a are things that happens when um, your team doesn't play for a while and you get real bored. Yeah. All right. So um, yeah. So I came up with a little script. 
Uh, and uh, Connor, you, you want to take the it? first one or the second one? I, I'll just read the whole thing. You want to read? No, we'll, we'll alternate. So, sure? a little, yeah. little, little like background before we go into this. I don't know the scenarios, but these guys too. Yeah. So basically, we're gonna give the context of the situation, and there's a few different questions that we're gonna ask everyone. Um, and it's just in this hypothetical, figure out what they're gonna do in the situation. All right. All right. Plot intro. The year is 2030. NYCFC finally has a stadium of their own. It's located in the South Bronx near Harlem River. The whole squad heads to a late August showdown against the Pink Pit Bulls, also known as the illustrious Inter-Miami FCF. Because, you know, FC, FC, why not? Why would it be FC? Different. NYCFC <laughs> squad is led by national team mainstays Joe Scali and James Sands. And hey. new homegrown signing Luca Villa has taken the league by storm this season, breaking into the starting 11 on the left wing. That would be a magical, magical yep. future. All right, in the 30th minute, the match is abruptly abandoned as we learn that a devastating tsunami hits lower Manhattan in Jersey City. Oh, and, uh, yeah, Staten Island, I gotta watch that, too. Um, we quickly leave the stadium, but there is pandemonium outside of Goya Stadium as all public transit <laughs> has come to a halt and getting into New Jersey is not possible. We have to head north of the city towards higher ground and spend an unknown amount of time there until we get the green light to head back home. All right, so now there are these questions, and we're going to, you know, talk about them, see what we think, and then move on to the next one. So this is um, what so, happens with climate change is real, folks. Yeah, so <laughs> you, there may or may not have been a major report by an important organization in the world that might have had something to do with my idea behind this. But, you know, who knows? Yeah, go green, folks. Yeah. All right, Here. so here's the first question. Uh, we go and fill up the cars at the stadium as much as possible, and despite the situation, uh, Bruce Lee still... You're fucking fun. Bruce Bruce Lee still won't make people... Stop people feeling uncomfortable by doing his stupid laugh. Unfortunately, we are going to have to leave a couple of people behind. Who is the TRNJ member you leave behind? Who is the? Do we have to pick from a certain like specific group? Because TRNJ is rather big. No, so, just TR, anyone in TRNJ. As a TRNJ. whole, specifically, yeah. I would have to. Um, let me think about this one very, 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 very thoroughly. If I had to leave somebody behind in this crisis scenario, I would more than likely have to leave behind. Thinking, I'm thinking. Because I don't want to seem too mean. I don't want to like hurt anybody's feeling too bad. So oh, like, don't hurt anybody's feeling in the hypothetical that happens in 2030. Yeah. You just got to think of a reason why. Yeah, I mean, Luca Villa is totally a striker. He's not a left wing. No, it's did, a Villa, Villa played a lot on the left wing nah. earlier in his career. Yeah, whatever. Okay. He looks like he's going to be fast, okay? Like, <laughs> um, if I had to actually choose, it would end up probably being... Bruce Lee, because I wouldn't want to actually fall asleep around him. I, I, I see what you're getting at. Um, yeah, that laugh would also probably uh, not be uh, something I would want to hear in this kind of situation. Connor, what about you? Um, I would probably leave out Danny. It creates a power vacuum. Power vacuum? Yeah. Oh, my God. 
I'm thinking of rebuilding society, my friend. He'd just get in the way. Rebuilding society? I said we can go back, but we just don't know how long it's gonna be. It's gonna be a tsunami that takes out New York. It's yeah. gonna be bad. Oh my god. Lower... Okay. All yeah, right. okay, I'm gonna revise yeah. my decision. I'm going after You Connor. can't revise anymore. It's too no, late. No, no, too late. You don't make the too rules. Late. Too late. You took out rules. Too I do make I the did, rules. I You're just, gone. I just said it. I do make the rules. Do you want to revise yours or are you standing your ground? No, he's gone. Okay, interesting. Um... Um, that was unexpected. Um, yeah, for me, uh, it's Edgar. Um, yeah, Ooh, good it's, it's really, it's a, a good, so much emotional reasons. No, no, so no, no, no. Okay. I gotta yeah. be able to one thing. mine. It's okay. Edgar. For one thing. Shoot Edgar. Shoot <laughs> Edgar. All right. Shoot. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll just leave it. All right. Here's the reasons. Ready? One. If he lets a little dog who gets into too many fights at the dog park dictate he, the way he actually lives his life um i don't know what he's gonna do in the wilderness if we're gonna like be out there two he's probably gonna be late at some point um like he is with any sort of news regarding soccer really in the world. and three no and i'm definitely gonna need my portable charger in this hypothetical scenario and i can't trust him around that anymore because you know he never. He waited a month to give me it back. It sounds like this got very personal. This got really personal. Nah. All right, let's do the second question. This got weird. Oh no! I'm just saying these are reasons. Continuing on. What is the location that you would try to convince everybody to set up camp? And this is in New York. So it's being the Bronx now. Position ourselves in the Bronx. So north of the city, higher ground, basically is the. Excellent. We are going to the Bronx Zoo. Mm. We're making friends no. with. The lions and the tigers and the bears, and we're making, we're using them as. You've watched too many Disney army. movies. Yeah, it's got to be north of the city, though. It's that's north of the city. No, no, like north of the five boroughs. North I mean, oh, the city. okay. Like, like the, Yonkers. The, okay, fine, but like we have to like migrate over like a large distance or like. Yeah. Close. So like, say for example, um, somewhere near where your farm was, something like I'm that. I'm going to my farm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be somewhere. And that's cheap. Probably not. But I'm definitely gonna use that. Yeah. All right, sir. So, I just, uh, touche. I, you're you're petting a dog right now, so I threw you a bone. Thank you. I would go with West. I'd go with West Point. They got cannons. Also valid because they have. They got cannons. Weapons. Yeah. No weapons. Eh. And MREs. Yeah. They. You might survival. need. You might need MREs. Yeah. All right. Also, they got a gift shop where you can get old grenades that don't have fuses in them attached to a board that says "Complaint Department, take a number." It's it's a screen. You could probably also find somebody who knows how to fly a helicopter. Also, they have a museum full of weapons. Again, weapons. Yeah, I would no, also weapons. They have a fake. They have a fake atom bomb. You could probably scare somebody off with that. Okay. Well, anyway, let's go into question three because yeah. I feel like that could. Be... No. So for me, real quick, I would go in like the you know like the Kingston, New York area, like Hudson Valley and the Catskills, just near Kingston, largely in part because like you know beautiful homes, nice area. There's a soccer team I know and follow, and up there too. So. You think there's going to be a soccer team? No, it's a, it's far enough away. Not fair enough. Yeah, like. Society goes back to more being normal. Oh, Minus you mean like Katrina? Eventually, but we're not gonna. You know. I guess so. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Drew Brees. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, he single-handedly box. saved New Orleans. <laughs> Pretty much, I should. Him and Dave Matthews. Actually. Yep. All right. You are allowed to buy three items and put in the back of a pickup truck at Walmart on the way. What do you purchase? Water. One. Um, like the remember, biggest possible case remember, of modern water. society is living on, and we're going to be playing soccer tomorrow. We'll be playing soccer gonna... the next day. Oh, someone has to get a soccer ball at this Walmart. Okay, so we're getting a soccer ball. 
we're getting some cones and then like some cones to make the goals. And then we're also getting water and the water. No, no, forget that. We're changing the juicy juice because juicy juice is delicious. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Society's going back to normal. I'm, I'm trying, trying to limit my sugar, man. I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting snacks. I mean, we're just going on a road trip. Yeah. Um for me, it's gonna be um I'll get the water, okay? Because, like, you know, I'll juicy, share it with juice, people. Juice, I'll get juice. Uh, one of those, like, huge tents that, like, is, I really like... Hope they use that has, like... Granny uh, Smith work. Why? That has electricity. And my last thing would probably be um, a sleeping bag. Just, you know... Camp, true. Camp bag. I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, Jer prepared. Jerky, jerky, and jerky. So can I eat some of your jerky? No. So, the, this kind of segues into the last question. Because the last question Fine, my jerky. is about... Does have to do with food, so Ooh. Johnny Paz obviously I'm not, was not in attendance at the match. Or sorry, uh, Johnny Paz obviously was not in attendance at the match, and somehow Shock. found a way to meet up with us to bring food. And Sandy, what was he doing with Danny's dog? What? Yeah, why does why, he? Have why is he? He, was, he picked. He was able to get your dog and bring it. Yeah, he's a hero. He's a hero. Right? This sounds very unlikely in this yeah. future. Yeah, I don't believe any also, of this. Also, okay, yeah, Sandy just came back now that he hears us. Sandy! <laughs> he did just call his name twice. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what did you request from Johnny Paz for him to bring in terms of food? All right? What would you uh, suggest? I'm just staying with jerky. Jerky? All the jerky. Okay. Yeah. Hmm? I think... Danny? I'm going um, to have to agree with jerky. Jerky? Yeah. Just jerky? Yeah. What about you? Me? Um, it's going to be uh, Nutter Butters. I love Nutter Butters. And I don't care if you have an allergy. Like anyone. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll be able to manage. Um, sorry. Don't, don't know. Look out. No. I mean, it probably would help in the post-apocalyptic tsunami world that we don't have peanut allergies. Oh, quite like a survival of the fittest. Dun, it's dun, natural dun, selection. Dun. There's a reason these people, you know, are getting worse to peanuts. Yeah. God doesn't want them around. All right. So, yeah, I would bring Nutter Butters. Okay. I would bring God Pringles. And I would probably bring uh, yogurt. I love yogurt. And actually, eh, that would I would need a cooler for that. I'll have to that. add potato chips then. You're right. I, I'm I, missing a yeah. few things too. Gotcha. Yeah. So. All right. So, at least we're planning for the apocalypse in 2030, but not really an apocalypse, but kind of an apocalypse. Yeah. Do, we win the, do we win the MLS Cup in the post-apocalyptic era? Possibly. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Or do we win it? Do we have a star on our uh, above our badge because we won it prior to this apocalyptic scenario? Both? I think we have two. Yeah, yeah I, I think I would. two would be solid. I would love three or four. Um, I would love them all. Yeah. Oh, like, all just all like the trophies. Give me them. Looks like a North Korean's like army jacket. I want them to retire. Just full of stars that don't mean anything. True. <laughs> or, I, or instead of have, putting ooh, stars, you know, uh, like uh, like U.S. military, like uh, high-ranking people have those uh, like rectangular things uh, of yeah. different colors that mean different the things. Ribbons. And it's like you get ones for like, oh, you got over sixty points. Uh, like on your ASVAB. At least plus 20 gold. I don't know. That'd be cool. All right. So, you guys ready to wrap up? You think uh, done with this? Yeah, no game this week, so we got nothing else to talk about. Yeah, yeah definitely running out of steam here. Yeah. Supporters okay. Cup is tomorrow. Good luck to TRNJFC. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. <laughs> See you guys there for everybody who's going, and, um, well, I guess we'll start doing shout-outs. So, hey, why don't you lead us off, Andy? 
Uh, shout out to everyone in NYCFC. Beautiful community we have. Oh, that's, that's real kind. And yeah, check out NYCFC Away Days. Oh, that's so nice of you. Awesome. <laughs> um, Neil, about yourself? Uh, shout out to Sandy and Danny for Sandy! hosting me. Appreciate um, it. Not Nikki, though, because he's not here. Fuck Nikki. And he's, whoa. Whoa. It's not here. Fuck him. No. He, what's he going to do? Fight back? He's no. fucking himself. Right? <laughs> oh, 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 for sure. I guess that's where Sticky Dicky comes yeah. from. Uh, yeah. And shout out to uh, Chloe and Scout. You guys are the best. And uh, let's have some fun tomorrow at the Supporters Cup. Awesome. All right. So, Lob, yeah. give us your shout outs. Yo, shout out to you guys, uh, NYCFC, the, the fans holding it down. You guys are awesome. Killing it. Mad love. Uh, just happy to be a part of this family. And let's keep on partying, guys. Let's keep on winning. And let's get a championship. Hell yeah. We're happy to have you now, man. Because now, once you're one of us for now, you're in it forever. Yeah. Connor? Uh, shout out to the Devils for uh, coming 2-0 in the beginning of the season. Helped me win my first two fantasy weeks in uh, hockey. Go Devils. All right. And as always, for me, shout out to my mom. I love you guys. Peace out. Fuck, we need a game. <laughs>